Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 43 of Another Woodshop Podcast, the first of 2021, where we Yay. all promise to see our family more, travel more, work out more, and drink more water. I'm not doing any of that. It's going laugh, pretty poorly. Love. We're just drinking uh, Disney my... waters. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's my mantra. <sighs> What's going on? How is, I, mean, I haven't seen you guys since last year. Yeah, Stop you forgot that. how the podcast order goes. You started asking questions <laughs> that are not part for this here now <laughs> stroke. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, uh, Dan, why don't you pass it on to Mike so he can <laughs> Mike, do you got things to say? I do. We have a sponsor for this show. <laughs> that was. We're not starting off. Dan, earmuffs. It lie. has the word meter in it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, hey, listen, this episode. It's brought to you by Wagner Meters. We're really excited to have Wagner Meters on to support the show. We really appreciate them. They've got some really great moisture meters. It's really helpful in the shop. Their machines are all pinless. They use electromagnetic sensors to detect the moisture content of the wood. Uh, They're really quick. They've got five models at different price points. I'm absolutely reading off a talking point list, but (laughs) I've got to hit all these things because that's the law. Broke the fourth wall. Oh, oh, oops. Sorry. (laughs) I'm – Dan's looking down. (laughs) No. Hey, but seriously, I have the Orion 950. That thing is amazing. Uh, they got seven-year warranty. You can do calibration on the machine. I'm not looking at the list right now. This is off the top of my head. You can connect it to your phone, and uh, you can choose what species – like th- different wood species have different gravities, so you can choose the different gravities to check the moisture of different woods. So great machines. I use mine all the time. It's really great. We're really glad to have Wagner supporting the show. We really appreciate them you know, supporting the show and help getting the word out of our podcast. So thank uh, you, Wagner. Yep. Thank you, Wagner meters. Thank you so much. It's a great tool to have in a shop. It would be great. Yes. It's, I love mine. Um, and they're really great to have. It's really, it's really nice to have that peace of mind. It's like an, an insurance policy knowing that the wood you're using is properly, uh, dried out and stabilized. Um, Pete, what do you got? I want to give a big shout out to all of our patrons. Should I throw it to Dan to have him throw it to you? Please do. Okay, Dan, can you throw it to Pete, please? Pete, would you tell us about our other sponsors? <laughs> I would love to. This is a new 2021 thing. Yeah, we're uh, going to have very convoluted, confusing uh, throws now. <laughs> yep. So, big shout out to our patrons. We actually had the biggest turnout we've ever had in our pre-show live. Is that accurate? It was, uh, yeah. It was, I think it hit 60-something. Yeah, like, I think you're right. you're right. biggest number. Yeah. Biggest number since last year, for sure. Oh, God, Dad. Definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep making this joke. I'm probably a dad. Uh, but big shout out to our patrons. Thank you for everything. If you want to help support the show, check us out on patreon.com slash podcast for uh, early access to the pre-show, the show, the video content, and any of the special goodies that we might be dropping. Uh, and there's definitely going to be some big goodies dropping in 2021. It's going to be a good year. We're all stoked. And uh, big shout out to all the new people that signed up all none of you uh but we still <laughs> love you guys all the patrons that have already signed up we really appreciate you we have no one no one loves us this week but that's okay it was a busy week we get it we still have you know. over 100 people that love us yeah you can't say Which nobody loves blows us my listen mind. everyone's no. busy during the holidays we don't we didn't Absolutely. i mean no one's going to be doing that right now everyone we're really glad that no one's thinking about the podcast during the holidays be with your family we really appreciate Everyone uh, reached out. I mean, all the people that joined last week and this week, it's pretty cool that you guys just neglect your families and join us for those. We really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to 2021. Might not be as bad as last year. (laughs) Uh, New new year, new you, but same old AWP. (laughs) Well, I think uh, since that was so smooth and we're so proud of it, we should probably move on to uh, what's on my bench. What's on my bench? Because he looks the most annoyed right now. Uh, so I'm currently working on some stair posts, stair railing posts. I don't believe that's what they're called. I don't know what they're called. Is there, <laughs> is there a word that they're called? I thought it was Newell, but that it's seems posts. to be a very a post, specific a very post. Christmassy thing to say. It's a, no, not Noel, Newell. Oh, Newell. That's weird. N-E-W-E-L. When did you finish the first Newell? Tomato potato, Dan. <laughs> 
So I'm working on some stair posts or Luna, Luna or, uh, a, a, a buddy's house to they go along great. with the stair the treads. Alder looks that so I, good, dude. Did you spray Alder those with lacquer? Great. Yes, I did. They look good, dude. And I may, uh, uh, a bit of a warning to the folks. Uh-oh. Where air filtration, ventilation, mask thing. Yeah. Because I may have gotten high because I didn't wear one. You got a freaking dart in your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see straight. It was weird. Yeah, it was. that was a stupid move on my part. There was and a couple of years in college when Pete couldn't see straight either. <laughs> aside from that, aside from that, I think I'm finally going to start work on the teak shower floor that I've mentioned a few times. Man, I this is the second one? No, first one. <laughs> is this the one from the summer? Yes. Is that and for it's you? Not, it's not my fault. No, it's not for me. It's a client. Oh, okay. See, this They've is what made some design deal, changes. And you have then a they, long lead time. Yeah. They've made some design changes and uh, some some changes in the layout of their bathroom, sort of, mm. which kept me from doing what I needed to do because I wasn't going to start on the project if they were going to change everything because, you know, did I'm not going to make a I'm not going to make a piece that's not going to fit after some other project is done. Did you work into the contract that you're the first one to get to use it? Mm, no, I should have. <laughs> failure on my part. Yeah, you messed Final up. Final coat is Daniel Dunlap. No, but Washington she Dunlap. texted me on New Year's <laughs> Eve and said, I think it's time to start the floor. And I was like, awesome. Yes, let's do it. So I get to start that soon, which Sick. is nice because I get to get all that teak in my shop out. And I'll be starting that bookcase that I've mentioned several times uh, pretty soon. That is going to be... That's vague. I like that. I mean, <laughs> it's really tough to explain. It looks like a, a Tetris game, the way I have it designed. I mean, I've seen your, your sketches, so I get it. Yeah. It's going to be hold wild. up a rendering right now. <laughs> like a Tron rendering. I don't have it. And then tomorrow, I'm going to go and do a design consult for a coffee bar in a, nice. in a client's home. That's cool. So, You're going to put it on wheels? Things. I don't know. I don't know what they want. Mm. So it's it's all going to be like discussed tomorrow. So we'll see. Cool. That's what's on my bench, Pete. Oh, me. I'm going to throw it to Mike because I'm not ready. Go. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> this week was, first of all, if you work a nine to five, I don't know why anyone takes off time during this week because it's dead for everyone. I'm making broad statements that probably aren't true for every single job, but for my work, it's very slow during this week. So like taking the time off makes no sense because I'm basically not working anyways, but um, it was very slow at work. I was able to get a lot of time in the shop. I did some like uh, quality of life things in here that I've been wanting to get to for weeks. It's just been so busy. So I got um, got some more wood racks up. Like you can see, I got like short, a little shorty's wood rack here over my shoulder. That little wood rack, it's funny, <laughs> it's adorable. It's it, it just brightens my spirit, you know. So, um, it's, it's like if Wen made a wood wood. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> Dan, Dan knows the name really. It's Hamidong, but um, <laughs> Hamidong, Hamidong, um, hey, chili not dog that type of podcast, chili dog. <laughs> man, I still want chili dogs. Oh man, that does sound good, dude. No, so I got some of those up. I. Cut down all the pieces for a little rack over here in the corner of the shop that's going to be for even smaller offcuts. I don't, I did like a big fire the other night and just burned all my, I was like, I'm never going to use this. I mean, I was, I did a story about it. You know, of course, I got the like 15 people, hey, I'll come get them, you know, and I'm like, uh, I'm just going to burn them. So, yeah, sorry. and then they're but, like, yeah. well, I'll be there like, what, how's Tuesday for you? No, I want to get yeah. rid of this stuff now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And one guy was like, hey, I'll, I'm actually heading to a, a woodworking store and I'll come down to your house right now after I'm done and come grab it. I was like, nah, I'm just going to burn it, dude. I just want to get yeah. out of here. Like, yeah. it was it's really like, fire. he was, well, I mean, the thing is, like, he would, I don't know if people understand, like, if I could use it, I would keep it. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like literally like thin strips, like this thin, you know? Someone's like, you Maybe can make some a pin turner. <laughs> you could not make a pin out of these pieces. It was so narrow, dude. I mean, it's just not enough. Can't if you glue them together. Mm, that's true. Did you ever glue them together, Dan? No. When you had your lathe? No, I never turned or a thing my on case, that lathe. Might go on. <laughs> <laughs> so a piece of wood that came with that lathe, lathe was chucked up for four, five, six months before I. And I turned it, it into a something. Yeah, whatever. Oh god. Let Mike continue. Anyway, so just did some quality of life stuff in here. I got um, 
I don't remember if I did. I must have. I think I joined this. Oh no, I did this slab, this slab during the week. I think or last weekend. I, I joined up our coffee table, the the walnut slab. Got it. Oh, actually, I still need to rip down some of it. But uh, and then today, no, that's not right. Yesterday, I uh flattened and line ripped a slab for a client, and I'm just kind of getting things caught up in here because I'm about to jump into several large projects. So, um, I've got <clears throat> our coffee table still. My CPA's coffee table. It sounds like I'm getting this big dining table, which I actually haven't told you guys. Like the guy has reached out and it sounds, I mean, we're about to lock that thing down. Um, and then I've got our bed and then we've decided that I'm actually making. Oh, the bed's new. Wait, I didn't hear about the bed. Oh, I think you were kind of checked out. Me and Robin finally decided on a new bed, on a design for a bed we've been kind of discussing for months. I don't know if I sent you guys the picture or not, but we, she finally signed off on a design that I had kind of worked up in fusion a little bit. And uh, we're going to be doing – well, not a little bit. I did it in Fusion. But we, we worked up <laughs> – we decided we're going to do one for – I'm going to do one for our bedroom in King and then one for our guest room in Queen. So we're going to get rid of the Queen bed that's up there. I'm going to start finally that guest room that you guys stayed in. It would have been nice small if it bed. was there when we stayed there. I, mean, I know. I'm sorry. Next time you're here, it'll really be nice. much better. Like um, but that whole room is going to get gutted. Like all the um, all the de- all the crud in that room is going to get gutted out. It's just going to be the guest bed – a uh, treadmill because my wife uses that treadmill a lot and then like her stuff up there like her little fold-up card table that was up there for her cricket that cricket's gonna go in the loft above my shop so she's gonna have it our office will be my office up above the loft so cool gonna organize that but getting going so i got the two beds the dining table possibly the two coffee tables for sure and um it's just gonna be some fun big projects i'm looking forward to um but this week's just been like super nice man i mean I mean, we'll talk about what we all did for New Year's after we cycle through what's on my bench, but it's just been really nice, like just chilling in the shop, getting things caught up, not so slammed like it was for the last 60 to 90 days for holiday stuff. It was crazy. But Pete, what about you? So I actually had a pretty productive couple of days before we went away. We went away on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. So <clears throat> right after yes, or last week's podcast, we I went full out in a shop. I was pulling like 11, 11 hour days in a shop. And I redid a part of it. I actually, so I have this laminate top or melamine top or whatever for mica top uh, bench that runs most of the one side of the shop. And I keep cutting away at it to try to make more room for other tools. <clears throat> and after like nine years of not having a proper miter station, either having a miter saw like be slapped on a table or just like on this cart that I never made wings for. I finally cut out another section of the the top. I moved over all the cabinets that I put in there, all the built-ins, and I installed a proper miter station. So now I have about four and a half feet on one side to the shelf. But if the shelf's empty, I have another like I have a total of six feet, and then eight and a half feet on the other side. Nice. It's amazing. I can actually like cut some lumber down, use my saw, and not only did I do that, I actually made an enclosure for it and a uh, like a shroud, I guess. So like the front of it, like mm-hmm. I drop it on there and keep most of the sawdust in there. There's no dust collection hooked up as of yet, but just having that shroud around it and the, you know, the front, I, don't, I guess it's still part of the yeah, shroud. shroud. Yeah. It's so nice to have that. I, yeah. I can actually use this saw without its, because I have that <clears throat> DeWalt 12 inch uh, miter saw and that thing just sprays sawdust in every direction. It's, it's, it's a great saw. It's the worst at dust collection. It's so bad. So Having a contained there is really nice. I have a nice flat top, plenty of clearance, and I can actually use it. And I probably used it more this week than I have in the last year, which is kind of sad because I've had this tool in a shop. Well, you can use it now. Makes I sense. can use it now. And the best part is it cleaned out a section of – because it's another tool that didn't have a bay, didn't have a location <clears> that it was permanently set up in. So it was just kind of floating on a cart. That and my spindle sander, the rigid spindle sander. So I actually took that and – I actually uh, moved a bunch of stuff over. I was able to kind of shift a bunch of stuff around the shop. And it's right that has a spot now next to the laser, right next to the dust collection. So I can hook it up fairly easily because, you know, that thing, the spindle sanders make a lot of sawdust. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have it right next to the DC. And now I have room to like set up the lathe. And through all of this kind of the craziness the last couple of weeks, I realized I can store entire sh- four by eight sheets of plywood and they kind of lean up against my um, my lathe on one end and my uh, drill press on the other. And I can store full sheets right by the door of the garage. Because the door, the entryway to my garage is actually lifted up a little bit. I never get any 
water coming in, no moisture, nothing like that. Um, so that's kind of nice. I could store in higher sheets there. So I did that. After that, I did some laser work and I got Emma for Christmas a, uh, an earring making kit and we went to, uh, I'll give them a plug, Canal Plastics. They're in Manhattan on Canal Street. And we, we drove down there because it's about 25 minutes from my house, 30 minutes from the house. We went there and we picked up a ton of like small random pieces of acrylic and Emma made like a ton of earrings, just random designs that she found online or things she drew up. She drew them up on the iPad. We caught them out in Lightburn and uh, while we were away the last couple of days, she actually put together a bunch of earrings and they're a huge hit. She had multiple friends hit her up uh, about getting a set and she's going to give them away or sell them or whatever. So that's been kind of nice. She is super stoked about the laser. Like she's so on board with the laser. It's kind of like, you're sure this is the most expensive tool I ever bought. You're like, you're actually cool with it. She's so on board with it. It's not even funny. So it's been really nice to have a tool in a shop that she's like really passionate about. And she kind of gets the program. She gets how it works. She likes, you know, how it works, but she hates the way it smells. That's the only thing. Cause you know, the fumes are not good, but, uh, it's been great to like get her involved in a shop. So that's been kind of cool. Aside from that, we just went away for the last two days or three days, and it's been just nice to just check out completely mentally. How's that blower? Sorry, how's that blower been working? Ever since I sealed the sides, have you it's thought of phenomenal. just buying like a cheap one off of Craigslist and just putting a blower, like one of those floor delta blowers, in there just to take it? I don't out? have the room for it. That's the thing. I don't have the room for it. Oh, but since I sealed it up, it's only so like it smells this not bad. Like the one no, I just sold is like twelve by twelve by twelve. Yeah, the the one that is comes with it, it's like a really small one. I mean, you have the same yeah, one. Yeah, I have it. You know, it's small, but once you see like a seal and it's not even sealed up, I just put magnetic sheet on the front of it and like foam around the sides. Mm-hmm. It does a really good job, but like if you're burning for like an hour, like you can smell the acrylic. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things. It's not it's not like inconvenient. It's like yeah, I have to open up my little... shop, it smells so bad. Like or with MDF, MDF is so bad. I have to I'm open my you, shop. It's so bad. Seal it up just a little just No, seal I've it sealed up just mine up. I did the same thing you did. I have magnetic sheets around my entire thing. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah, mine. I had to open up my shop. My my cousin was here, and we were like, both of our eyes were turning red, and we're like, "What the heck?" We're like, "Oh, it's how long were you burning for?" Uh, It was it was cutting for like an hour or something like that. Oh, that might be it. It does kind of build up over time. Yeah, we were doing like short burns at a time. The the anytime you're doing engraving, though, I mean, you know, it takes a while. It starts kind of like building up. So, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, it's been it's pretty pretty nice. If we're doing long-term burns, though, I can't wait for, like, spring and summer because I will open up the garage door. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot better. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been fine. It's it's doing fine. I'm just happy that she's excited about it. Yeah, that's She's cool. all about it. So For sure. That's pretty much it. That's all I had. Cool. Well, maybe that's, guys- that's how I need to get a CNC. I need to sell it to my – sell it sell my wife on it and let her know that, you know, you, yeah. you can make things and you could be a part of the shop. Maybe that's Money how making it. Is very helpful do for it. me. Might as well try I mean, like, I had the money for it, but it was more just, like, she just got excited about the thing because she saw what it could do. So. Yeah. Well, how was your New Year's, Dan? It was good. Chill. Just like Christmas. Didn't do a whole lot. Uh, We're old. We don't bar hop. And I don't think you can do that now, right now anyway, right? I don't think so. But uh, we've never been that type of people. But uh, just just had, like, two friends over and their two kids. And we played board games, cool. and the kids played Nintendo Stitch Switch Switch, mm-hmm. nailed it. And the Xbox, and you know whatever kids do, X Bone, had a good time. The Stitch, <laughs> yeah, the Nintendo Stitch and the X Bone. <laughs> it was it cool. was fun. Nice. What you what you guys do, Mike? Uh, nothing. I was I did a live last night, and then came in, and I was actually pretty tired last night. A live on IG. Yeah, I did a live on IG. Uh, that was really fun. I had a lot of fun in there. And then, um, any, any big names stop by? Yeah, there was quite a few. Um, Dunlap name didn't. Drop? No, I didn't really want to name drop. I, I mean, uh, Izzy Swan was in there, and Paul Jackman was in there, and uh, I already. I, Paul Jackman, I've, I I heard that name before. Come yeah, up. Yeah, actually, was it in like a group chat? Paul Jackman. Uh, Jackman is going to be on the show on the fifteenth. So what? Uh, keep an eye this out. Show? For that. This is how I find out. This yeah. show. This show. This show. Does so he know Paul what Jack- he's getting into? <laughs> he does not. But he is a trooper, so um, I'm really trying to get him to send 
the intro to his old podcast so I can make that our podcast intro. <laughs> That'd be really fun for that episode. <laughs> what, his old <laughs> really podcast? Is that not a thing anymore? No, no, no. I don't still... think they're still doing AskCast anymore, are they? Oh, is it? I don't know. Um, Do you, oh, I'm know. catching up, so I don't know. I'm going to search it right now. But yeah, the... um, <laughs> Bing it. The... um, Yeah, the live was fun. And... uh, But we came in and then we just ended up playing this game I was telling you guys. Yeah, the last, the most recent episode was June twenty sixth, twenty twenty. I think you can call that one dead. So the um, <laughs> the uh, my wife and I we played a, actually a phone game with some of our old friends that I it was called Among Us. I was telling you guys about that. I'd never really even heard of it. Popular um, with I the guess, kids. Oh, yeah, I guess it's sounds kind of sus. Again, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so, but yeah, my we kids hopped on played Zoom. on the Stitch and the Xbone. <laughs> the Xbone. We hopped on <laughs> Zoom with our friends and played that for like 45 minutes until the bell dropped or whatever they call it, the ball dropped, and then we uh, um, called it a night. It was really low key. We don't go anywhere. I mean, whatever. I just want to be in my shop. Pete, what'd you do? Uh, we went away. We have some family that is uh, they're snowbirds. So for anyone that lives in the Northeast or just anywhere north where there's snow, uh, people tend to have a second house in Florida or somewhere warm. That's what this family's doing. So their house has been vacant for like two months and they're not coming back till like in May. So they're like, Hey, anytime you guys want to go, just use the house. And we just wanted to get away. I feel like Airbnbs are kind of sketch right now. Hotels are like, eh, I don't know, but you can't really go anywhere and do anything. So we just were like, yeah, let's just get into another house. And they have a really nice house. We really enjoyed it. They have radiant floor heating throughout Ooh. the house, which is also, Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's some bougie stuff. I want, right I want, I want. radiant floor heating in my shop and on my I, driveway. I, I am genuinely mad driveway. at Cremona. Cremona has radiant floor heating in a shop, and it's it kind of upsets me that that's even an option because now I want it. The uh, <laughs> whatever shop the I'm place going to. my my dad my stepmom just bought the shop has radiant floor heating, of course, that, in that shop. Oh, they're in Minnesota too, so it makes sense. But do you do you realize what kind of or a Montana, game changer Montana, that would be if you're living where it snows if you had that in your driveway? Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, it's oh, be amazing. So nice. But yeah, so we went there, we just got away, and it was kind of nice to just... They live in an area that's like, it's not really remote, but it, it's super quiet. You would go outside, you wouldn't hear a damn thing. And it's so nice, because I live in New Jersey, where you hear the highway, or gunshots, or whatever, uh, all the time. <laughs> so it's just nice to not hear anything, relax, we just picked... We didn't cook a single day, we just picked up booze, and you know, take out every single day. So it was great. Nice to uh, get away from Drink your away. meals. Awesome. Drink your meals. Exactly. But why don't we get into uh, some questions? We got a couple, right? Yeah, we got seven this week. Um, roughly, I didn't prop- Roughly exactly seven? Roughly to write exactly seven. I didn't organize yep. them properly, so we're just going to go straight down the list this week. This first, fr- this first one's from Austin McCleary from With the Grain. Hey guys, this is Austin from With the Grain Woodworking in Omaha, Nebraska, just down the road from my man Daniel Dunlap. And my question for you is, if you found yourself in possession of some gift cards and some extra cash after the holidays, what would you spend it on for your workshop? I've got about 300 bucks probably uh, combined from various uh, family members and I'm not sure what to spend it on. I don't really need any tools. I'm pretty good on like consumables and stuff right now. My one thought was building an outfeed table for behind my table saw. I could use it for assembly and things like that too. Um, I was talking to Daniel about it and he said, why are you talking to me about this? Send it into the podcast. So <laughs> here it is. I will hang up and listen. Dan, since he's basically your family, I'm going to let you answer this one first. <laughs> well, Austin, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, have we met? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know Austin. He's a good guy. Um, and we did talk. We, we talk all the time in dms and stuff uh i did have about that much money and i actually bought myself and hold on to your pants here i bought myself a ryobi battery powered pin nailer and brad nailer and that was that was basically my christmas present i got like gift cards and and a little bit of cash for my in-laws and that's what i bought myself so nice if i were me that's what i would do (laughs) I would do what I did, right? <laughs> Makes sense. Pete. Well, gift cards usually scream to me uh, different brands and locations. So, like, some might be Visa, some might be Home Depot, some might be somewhere else. Uh, so, usually you can't, like, pull them all together. Just in case, I'm assuming he can't pull them all together into one big purchase. 
Let's assume they're all is, Amazon gift cards or something. Oh, if Amazon gift cards, and you get the thing that you really wanted. You throw some of your, if, even if it's expensive, throw some of your money in there and just get that thing you wanted. That next purchase, the track saw, the you know, domino or dust collection, whatever you want. But I, I'm assuming that he's not getting it all from one location. I say this is the time when you get the filler stuff. The couple extra clamps, you know, that extra track for the track saw, that, uh, you know, pen turning kit, a new thing for the lathe, whatever it might be. Like, this is when you get filler stuff. I tend to get gift cards from like multiple locations and not like a substantial amount, might be 30 bucks here, 50 bucks here. And that's when you get the things that will make your life and quality of life improvements but that aren't like a large expense, but you haven't been putting, you haven't been wanting to buy it because you're not going to spend your own money on it. So might as well use the families. That's it. Mike. Uh, I had some money as well from Christmas gift cards. It was luckily all Amex gift cards. So I could spend them wherever. Um, big spender. So, eh, I don't know if that makes you more of a spender or not, but, um, <laughs> it was, it was money. Amex. It was got gift cards. Um, so I've got, um, I got myself some things. I got, um, I got a straight edge. I needed a nice, I don't have a nice, like long straight edge for like setting up my joiner and stuff. So, um, I got, I got a long straight edge. Uh, I got one of the red ones just cause you know, I just wanted to get one of the red ones. So, um, I was looking at that or a star at or stare it, star it, stare it. Yeah. I was looking at that or a stare it. And, um, I went with the red, but, um, no real reason. Um, and I got, um, a couple weeks back or I guess a month or two ago, I got the, uh, TSO parallel or the the um the 90 degree clamp guide for your your track saw tracks it makes it so your thing's perfectly 90 degrees to the um oh, yeah, reference face yeah, but they also mm-hmm. have parallel guides so you can reference a distance from an edge yeah with Justin uh Justin over at uh Rustics Grains Design Tampers yeah <laughs> no yeah <laughs> I've seen him using some of those today on Instagram I think yeah, I, I they I've been want I was gonna get them when I got that, but I was like, ah, I just want to wait a little bit. So I bought those with that, which um I'm, I can't wait to get those. Those will be nice. I got a couple other things, but just I mean, it's hard to answer like for you what you should buy. I mean, no one knows what your tools are, but I mean, get something you've been looking at, man. I mean, get something you really want to get that you think would be fun, something to be added to the shop. So or maybe um, yeah. maybe if you can like pool it and try to save for a bigger tool. Yeah, like I know he doesn't have a domino and he likes the domino because he's used mine several times. Yep, get with the get with Rusty over at Macbeth and get yourself a domino. Boom. Um. So yeah, save up that. Do however. I mean, just get. Make sure it goes towards something that you're really gonna really enjoy and want in the shop. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, that's what those people got you that gift card for. So, um, this next one is from Jordan Krantz. And here's his question. Hey guys, it's Jordan with Jordan Custom Builds. Um, we always talk about what's your favorite wood. But we never really talk about what is your favorite two woods to put together. For example, like a cutting board. Uh, I know the season's winding down for cutting boards, but there's always people buying them. So I'm going to continue making them. Um, I like the walnut and maple combination. Just wanted to see what you guys like. Pete? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with a different answer than what he said. I'm going to say dark walnut and hard maple. I mean, it's just the best contrast. Like, it just pops. It pops. It's classic. Everyone loves it, especially if you're doing cutting boards. Once again, I'll say it. It pops. So What does it do, I'll though? say that. No, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, come on. Yeah, it just, it, it's, they're both great woods. And it, the, the contrast in the two, although recently I've been playing around, I, I got a ton of wal- walnut sapwood boards. And they're really, like, light, creamy, like, super light walnut. So I've been playing around with, you know, mixing up the dark walnut and that. Well, that's been kind of fun. But basically, it's the darker and the lighter you can go with the contrast, the better. So hard maple's not a bad choice. And whatever other color you can throw on the other side of it, it's just when you see that transition pop, it looks good. Dan, what do you think? Well, because I've I've had a lot of hickory in my shop lately, I've been putting walnut and hickory together, and I think that looks great. I sold several boards with walnut and hickory together. It's It's all about the contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Although I do like a low contrast like look sometimes like I made a couple boards that I used walnut like kiln dried walnut with air dried walnut and the contrast between the two walnuts was just subtle enough that I really like the look of it. Uh I made a couple of those chevron boards like that I think and I I think it looks great. It's got 
you know, the, the, the kiln dried walnut looks more brownish where the air dried walnut almost has like a purplish look to it. And I think together it looks great. Uh, I also think walnut and white oak look great together. I, just anything with walnut almost, I think, yeah. looks great. Mike? Yeah. You want to add to this? Nope. Uh, the next... No, I'm just kidding. I really, I really like... Um, uh, I mean... There's so many that look good. I mean, everything with walnut looks good almost. It's pretty hard for anything to not look good with walnut, like Dan just said. Um, I really like walnut and elm. Um, it's like a dark brown and a chocolatey brown. Also, you can do get a similar look with cherry almost. Sometimes you get lighter cherry sometimes, but like a darker cherry looks really good against walnut. I really like walnut and cherry a lot. Um, I don't know. Just anything with cherry. It's like I love so, all the wood, man. Just give me all the wood. <laughs> it's like any wood, wood combination. I just love it. It looks so good together. Like you, you mix it up, you can make it look good with almost any single or with any almost any uh, any wood together. I mean, it just looks cool. You just got yeah, to crazy. The right piece. You, Especially like when doing cutting boards, you just throw stuff together and you glue it together and you're like, oh, wow, that actually turned out pretty good. And I had no yeah. idea where I was going with this. And people are like, all my, oh, my gosh, you're so creative. <laughs> Am I all my scrap mini boards were just basically whatever added up to six inches, whatever off cuts I had. There's a joke. Random. There and people were like, oh, I, I love that one. I'm like, yeah, sure. I designed that. Just for you. Yeah, I just literally threw scrap, scrap together and now I'm a genius. <laughs> it's yeah, it's scrap. it's literally – I mean, it's just anything, man. I just love wood so much. You can do so much with it and make it look like whatever – like like Dan said, cutting boards. You can just throw a pile of whatever crap you got on the ground. and It's like uh, the spe- the secret sauce, you know? They just wipe everything off the counter and throw it into a bowl and mix it together. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, mix up your woods, homie. Your life will get better. This next one is from Josh, the dad. The he dad. is a dad. Happy New Year. It's Josh the Dad. Yeah, Josh the Dad, one of the big IG coming at you with a rambling question of the week. Now, this question comes because Dan posted something in his stories a while back about buying some new tools. He got green ones. Welcome to the club. And, you know, sometimes I like to just ask questions because, hey, I'm just curious because I know what I do, but I'm curious what you guys do. Is there a reason to own a brad nailer, pin nailer, and crown stapler? Or are they job-specific? Or can you just get by with, say, one, maybe a brad nailer? Because that's what I do. So what are your thoughts? Have a great week. Um, I have a brad nailer also only. I want a pin nailer really bad because they have – they're like – they call them a pin nailer because, like, the head is, like, the size of a pin. And it's they – almost they, invisible. Yeah, like you can't almost can't see it, and they still hold the piece in place long enough for definitely for adhesive to do its job. Um, a crown, like a uh, stapler kind of thing, I think that's a lot more permanent, and it's a huge visibility thing. Like, yeah, I think if you're going to be like stapling something that's not going to get adhesive with it, you want to use a stapler, and it'll hold it in place. And but you're going to have to come back and touch it up for sure. But I don't actually yeah. own one, and that's just my understanding. Is that correct? The stapler has more holding power because usually There's when two, a nail right? or a pin goes in, it'll <clears throat> deflect, and it tends to split either way. So when you have two go in, they they have potential to deflect opposite directions, and they have more holding power. little breakdown for you there. Makes sense. Sorry, you, I jumped anything right to add? In. Oh, I don't – There's not, that's not a bit – there's not much to it. It's a pretty simple. Personally, I don't think we can cover I, I it any more than this. Oh, Pete does. I don't know okay, who Brad is, but Brad nailed it. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, no, I use, I use my Brad nailer for everything. Because here's the thing: if you're using a a, a nailer, it's usually in a spot you're not going to nailer. See it, where you're going to cover hardly know hardly newer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to use it in a spot that you're probably not going to show off that much. You know, if you're doing a trim or something, you're going to probably fill it with something. If it leaves a mark, yeah, but the brad nails they tend to have a rectangular hole. Uh, that's the only downside. So if you do put it, you know, sometimes people make like uh, uh, Dan, you make mosaics, right? So if I you did. make mosaics, people will use brad nails or something. You. you can kind of see the little lines. <laughs> but I re- recently did some cabinets. Oh, I actually forgot to mention what's on my bench. I did some cabinet stuff this week for Kitchen Island, and I just used the DAP filler afterwards. Just use the brad nails. Um, the brad nails are nice because they, they have a head on them. So they tend to grab and pull the pieces together exactly. a little bit as you're nailing it. Whereas the pin just 
it provides holding power, but it's a straight pin shot. It's easier to hide, but not not less nearly as holding much power. holding power. Yeah, so it's like pros and cons. But like, I mean, if you have to choose one personally, I'd say Bradnell all the way. Yeah, if 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 that's the question, and you're trying to figure out what you want to buy over the other, definitely a Brad nailer. For uh, me, like, a pin nailer is just a, like, a, an additional luxury to that Brad nailer. I think it's like a cleaner version yeah. of the Brad nailer. I mean, it's not going to have the holding stapler, power. But, yeah, stapler screams like doing upholstery almost. Yeah, because that's the only time I really see see a stapler being used is like when their upholstery is being tied down to something with a lot of holding power. Upholstery is usually pulled tight. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Josh, the dad. I think it did. I think the only thing we did there was help. And I think that's the great power of AWP. All right. This next question is from Lee Omen. He it's Lee. Hey guys, Lee over at Regal street. I was using some CA glue today to fill some cracks. And I was wondering what's the craziest thing you guys have ever used CA glue for? What what are its limitations? How far would you take it? Um, I love using the medium and the thick for filling cracks and the thin for using for making, you know, using the blue tape trick and on jigs and flush trim, you know, templates. But what's the craziest thing you guys have used it for? Thanks, guys. Pete, what's the craziest thing you've used crazy glue this for? This is a family show, remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, the second craziest thing I used it for was, <laughs> no, I, I fixed, I have a set of shop speakers that one of them started crackling, and I popped off the cover, and it turned out it was there was a tear in the speaker. If you've never looked at a speaker, it's it's basically fabric um, with a magnet attached to it, so it moves forward and back, that's what provides the base, so a part of it tore, and it made a crackly sound, and I used the black thick CA glue, giggity, to to seal it and it worked great for many many weeks and it started crackling again because it started spreading and because it's it dries the thing is it's a moving part and it dries dry so uh one one trick i learned from adam savage on his show was he actually mixes um what is it uh uh, arm and hammer baking soda Baking With soda, water? he mixes baking soda to accelerate it? into the, well, not to accelerate <laughs> it, but he actually mixes it into the CA glue and it slowly starts accelerating it and then he sprays it and that apparently provides a little more flexibility than sh- just straight CA glue. That's huh. just apparently what he says. I don't know. I haven't tested it myself yet, but I've just been using that to fix the speaker. I've had to fix it only once since I originally fixed it and it's been months and it works great. And that's a moving part. I thought baking well, soda is what accelerates it. I thought that's what you could. Isn't that the whole goose poop build... green thing that we yeah. had to do years ago? Oh, that last yeah, year? So you, oh, God. Yeah, the, yeah, the goose poop walnut. Goose poop walnut. Um, yeah. So I guess he uses it to give it a little more flexibility, but then he still sprays it with the accelerator. Hmm. Um, I don't know. He's just Adam Savage. What the, what the hell does he know? Nice save. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Dan, you use a lot of CA glue. What do you got? I use it on salad once. Don't recommend. <laughs> what? As a salad dressing, no? No, oh, okay. No, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Uh, my son is notoriously like hard on his headphones. He's a, he's a little gamer. So we, I don't necessarily want to say we encourage it, but you know, we're not going to discourage it. So Fortnite for life. He, he does a lot of gaming and, and I have to, I, it feels like I have to buy him headphones like every three months, which is annoying. Rage and quit. I, well, I don't know what he's doing to him, but whatever. <laughs> but he came to me like I want to say like two weeks ago, and one I'm gonna hold up some headphones, and like the the little soft earmuff thing fell off. So I use CA glue and I glued it right back on, and it's holding up. Dad mode. I don't know if that's considered crazy, but it's like the only thing I can think of. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's wild. Anyway, crazy. you didn't use it on wood. That's crazy. I know. Mike, blow our minds, would you? I was on a hike with Robin like seven months ago, I think. That's a bad time and, to freeze, uh, Mike. <laughs> oh, did I freeze up? Great, a little of bit. Course. Go Can on. you hear me now? I heard, okay. All so, I heard was you were on a hike with Robin. So Robin and I were on a hike about seven months ago, and there was a guy cut completely in half on the side of the trail. I put him back <laughs> together with the CA glue. It was dope. 
How crazy is that? <laughs> I just suck at that. No, I got you, bro. Nothing. I just put. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got some Starbond right here, homie. <laughs> no, um, I uh, <laughs> just fixing Jackson's toys. Nothing crazy. <laughs> I don't have anything wild to report. I didn't put a man back together with it. Um, It'd be cool if you did. Though. So <laughs> it would have been cool. I'm trying. Hey, to th- why did you have it? Um, why did you have it hiking? <laughs> You don't take. That, that's where you would find hikes? a man cut. What in if half? there's a guy on the side of the road cut in half, dude? I just, you gotta I'm think. Of like, you gotta think. With age comes wisdom. See, anyway, what I'm thinking of is the King of the Hill episode where he like he goes to open a WD-40 can, but it's stuck. And he has a smaller like WD-40. A, can. He has a holster on his belt. He sprays the <laughs> top and pops open. <laughs> Go on. WD-40. Uh, wait, we're about halfway through. Should we do um, giveaway? I guess. Oh yeah. Four, we're four in. Let's do it. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> All right, guys. Week 29 of the Macbeth Hardwood sponsored giveaways. Uh, this week they got some router bits for everybody. Some Freud router bits. Uh, they have Ooh. a radius V groove, a double flute, and a roundover bit. And there are part numbers for those, but that's just going to bore you. They're nice router bits. I can confirm. Have a looked it up, and that's a seventy-one dollar value. Woo! Quarter inch shank. Woo! What? Woo! Is it a quarter inch shank? They are quarter inch shank bits. Don't even get me started on my quarter inch shank. <laughs> uh, we need code phrase, and sadly, I'm sad to report we haven't we haven't said anything that has. I have that thing we considered for the title. Bring it. Yeah, I've got two things written down. One's the show title, and the other one I 100% cannot read out loud on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, code phrase is Mike found a man sawn in half. No, (laughs) wait, wait, wait. Hold on. CA glue surgery? No, no, no. How'd you do that? Um, What is it called? CA glue stat. No. I got nothing. Wow. I got nothing. The code word is dead air. <laughs> okay. There it is. I like it. No. <laughs> yeah, in, insert code word here. Dead air. Dead air. Super spreader event. <laughs> <laughs> What's something yeah. from the pre-show? <laughs> I don't know. Dead air saved Wrong by C.A. Mind. Glue. CA glue hiking trip. <laughs> you know, guys, keep listening. We'll think of something. Yeah. In the next 10 minutes, can we, we'll think of something. Can I, we'll get, yeah, we'll can throw we, a code word out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we can do we'll, that. We'll this come is our back show. We can do whatever we want. Did we announce who won last week? Do we do that? I don't remember. Uh, last week, the winner was uh, Tyler Hausman, and he won yeah, that, that uh, nine and a half Stanley block plane. Nice. Sick. Everyone you know, we could also do is we could do like a pause, but like, so this week's code phrase is... And then I edit in... A robot Tarantula voice. fart monkey. And then we go, on, <laughs> we go on. Thanks for that, Dan. Yeah, we just keep going on. Just do a timestamp on this. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to oh. do that, Pete. That's really inappropriate. Um, oh, would have been great. <laughs> let's uh, let's circle back. We'll come up with a code word at some point, I'm circle sure. Circle jerk back. That's fine. Okay. Well. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Sean. The right, quiet Sean? Words out loud. Sean called? This next one's from... Uh, Sean Marks with Made with Marks. Yeah. He has a question. What's going on, gentlemen? Sean, Made with Marks on Instagram. So I had a quick question about workbenches. So it's time for that right to passage for me. Uh, I need a more solid workbench than some saw stands. So I have everything planned out dimension-wise. I have the base planned out, but I'm really kind of debating on the top. Uh, I can't decide if I want to do like a torsion box with maybe two sheets of three-quarter plywood so that I can take the top off and replace it if it gets beat up, uh, or if I wanted to do uh, laminated two-by-fours, uh, maybe some dog holes, you know, something, something like that. So my question is in regards to those workbenches, what do you think is the most uh, utilitarian workbench? One that you're going to get the the most bang for your buck out of as far as tops. Uh, I appreciate your answers. Thanks again. And uh, take it easy. Dan, he said laminated two by fours. Yeah. It, I think he means like like a butcher block. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <clears throat> some reason, I heard laminated two by fours. And <laughs> <laughs> what? <clears throat> what <is> that? Code word. <laughs> 
That's the code word. Eliminated two by fours. Laminated. Send that Lemon- to us in an email. Ated. Laminated. Co- that is it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get just it out of the way. On top. Laminated. You want it to be lemon. <laughs> lemonade proof. Top. <laughs> well, that didn't take long. <laughs> no. Send that to See? us in an email at awpgiveaway at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Back to the show. Uh, it's act- it's over to you. Top. Oh. Give him a top. Uh, <laughs> definitely not eliminated two by fours. I don't no. think that's going to hold up. They're not strong and they're very sour. The water damage. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and they got to. Yeah. I I like the laminated two by four top. But also, uh, a turtle box top would be cool. Tortoise box, as well. baby. Yeah, tortoise box. <clears throat> um, I think it's split one way or the other. I mean, a, a laminated 2x4 top would give you a lot of sturdiness. And you could, like, on my workbench <clears throat> top, I drill into the thing all the time. Like, I use it to hold things down, and I'll drill into it. And I feel like you could probably get away with that with a, a 2x4 top really well. I don't think you'd want to do that to a torsion box top it wouldn't matter. i don't do you do you do that to your top mike isn't yeah, that what you use screen. on your bench <clears throat> you can just pop it off right yeah my top my top sheet is completely sacrificial do, you, do your top comes off my top comes off super quick one drink tops off two mm. drinks all of it's no i we know i, I screw into mine i mean you this. spill yeah, on the top here. yeah yeah I, i've been here all this i mean i, I screw into mine all the time Okay. It's just a piece of three quarter inch ply on top of another piece of three quarter inch ply on top of three quarter inch MDF on top of another piece of. You can. All right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not doing like an auger bit. But into like a it. okay. Like so a- like a torsion a torsion top <laughs> would give you a, a a super flat area and some storage underneath of it. Whereas a yeah. a two by four top, you're probably not going to get that storage unless you have built in capacity underneath your bench as it is. But it is going to give you a more sturdy and stout workspace so i don't know that i agree with it being sturdier or stouter but i think it has much more usable top is what i will say fine mine's sturdy dude i mean you could you could drop a truck on that thing i mean could you imagine how much sturdier it would be if that top is not a silverado two by fours it would be more sturdy you're right but i would say you're not sacrificing enough sturdiness where it's going to be an issue from the uh tortoise box top am i breaking up again Outstanding. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Anyway, what was my mouth doing when I was frozen? It was wide open and ready for <laughs> anything. Ready for the party. <laughs> to party? Yeah, ready to party. Throw Pete it down my Pete. Um, so my top of mine is a- I actually didn't answer either, but Well, do you did you want to answer, Mike? Uh, I'm gonna throw it back. No, no, Mike. good. No, go Pete. Go. No, no, go Pete. No, I want you to go. It's fine. No, I didn't. I was no. I was just saying I hadn't answered. Go, stop taking your shirt off, Pete. Oh God. Okay. Uh, so mine is actually it's legitimately a a school cafeteria tabletop. Like it's a, a local school. Is that what you recommend out. someone does? Yeah. Pick up a go to go to your local school. The man one of the tops. But it's all it is is just a laminated top. It's like melamine or whatever or formica, whatever that crap is. Uh, it's great for if you get any glue on it, if you just want to screw into it, or cut it with a table or with a track saw. <laughs> cut it with a track saw. It doesn't matter. You can always swap it out. But like you said, you already have your base thought out. My entire base is two by fours. And I built them back in back in my day when they cost two dollars a pop, not sixteen ninety five a pop like they do now. So it was fairly inexpensive. But the whole base is nice and solid. It's the shaped legs whatever you call it um and the like the sub bottom of it is like a i guess it's kind of like a torsion box but it's made out of two by fours and the top on it i can swap out if i ever need to i would just need to level it with my table saw but one of the best things i did is actually attach that top with with small clamps to my table saw which provides rigidity to that that table itself so the whole thing does not move at all i can be you know, dropping a Silverado truck on it, and it's fine. It's not going to move at all it's whatsoever. A big, beefy man truck. I don't know about that. Yeah. I could drop a Toyota Tundra on it, and it's fine. Silverado, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, think of what you're going to be doing with it. If you're not a hand-tool woodworker, like, you don't need a fancy Rubo. It's it's another one of those things that people think of as, like, a rite of passage. Like, you got to do dovetails. You got to do the 30-day dovetail challenge. Like, you don't. 
You don't need a Rubo. You don't need a split top. You don't need any crazy laminated wood bench. It just have a nice assembly table and outfit table. That's all you really need. Mike, did you want to answer? Actually answer? I mean, it just depends on what you're doing. I mean, I wish I had. I think that's the biggest part. I I wish I had dog holes in my bench a lot because it's really nice. I work around it with different systems. I use the match fit system obviously a lot on my bench. It works really well for what I'm doing and I like it. But that'd be nice. It'd be nice to have. I've even thought about doing the match fit uh, across my entire top, but it would be not so sacrificial at that point. So for me, getting rid of the ability to have my top be sacrificial outweighs, or having my top be sacrificial outweighs wanting to have that built into my top. So um, those, like a laminated two by four bench is really, or I wouldn't do two by four, but I would probably do at least two by six. Um, Cause you're going to have to rip that stuff down and get it to square. And then um, uh, it's going to expand a lot because it's pine and you're going to have to reflatten that thing probably every year or two with a, with a big jointing plane. So um, that's the one thing, like if you're wanting like a really dead flat surface, it's only going to be good for like a year. You're gonna have to redo that every year and reflatten it. Uh, It probably won't be much, but you're going to have to reflatten it every year. Um, Do what Dan does. Melamine top. Yeah, I didn't Best. talk about what I do for the top of my bench. Yeah, it's great. I actually have a, it, there's two tops to it. I use a solid core door and then I put a piece of melamine on top of the solid core door. So you recommend everyone gets a door? I mean, I, no, they're, they're super expensive. Those are expensive. I get car it from door? like, no, a house door. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, that's a good point though. You want it, you want a double layer. You don't want to just go yeah. straight that on top of whatever base I get it making. from the local Habitat for Humanity store. I get them for like 20 bucks. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> These doors, I just throw them out after they're... Yeah. The Win <laughs> interior cord doors or whatever. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a good idea, using a door. I mean, they're going to come out very flat from the factory. I mean, they're going to yeah. be very flat. That's a good idea. Um, Yeah, I think that helps. I mean, there's so many options, man. There's so many options. You really just got to think about what's best for you. But we're just telling you options. We're not telling you what you should do because yeah. we just don't know what you're doing and what your situation is. You're going to do glue-ups on it? You want something that won't stick. <clears throat> Did you like say that. big gulps? You want big gulps? Huh? Glue-ups. Big gulps, huh? <laughs> All right. Big gulp. Big gulp. <laughs> All right. This next one's from uh, Moses Cho. Hey, guys. This is Moses Cho from Chosen Craft Co. It's been a while since I've given you guys a question, so here's one. Uh, but before that, hope you guys had a happy Christmas and a Merry New Year. Um, I remember many, many episodes ago, um, I think all of you, but mostly Mike, you mentioned how you wanted to rebuild everything that's in your house. And I want to know the progress, like how much have you rebuilt and how many more are left? And that goes well, you know, with Pete and Dan as well. For me, I just built our two nightstands, and I think it turned out great. It only took me six months, though. So tell me your plans and your progress so far. Thanks, guys. Um, I built an end table uh, for our living room. I built a walnut coat rack with, like, some shelving in there. I've built some decorative, like, those hexagon shelves everyone builds when they start getting into woodworking. Um, I've got a coffee table right here that will probably not take much longer. I'm just waiting for the base to get done. Uh, I can't do anything else. I'm d- we're doing a metal base, so I'm waiting for that to get done. Um, <clears throat> and then I have everything here. I mean, I got the post material. Everything's ready here for the bed. Actually, two beds. I've got all the material for two beds. We're gonna, I'm going to be starting a bed for us and a bed for um, our guest room. They're going to be the exact same design. Uh, or My wife and I were finally able to agree on something. It's pretty modern. I'm really excited about it. Um, so that's my progress, which really isn't much. There's only like three things that I've actually done. Uh, I have... A million plans and not enough time is really what it boils down to. I mean, what is that phrase? The the shoeless shoemaker's kid or whatever like that. The cobbler's like kids I, have no yeah, shoes. Yeah, thank you. I don't have enough. I nailed that. Nailed that so hard. Um, <laughs> I don't have enough time to do this stuff. I mean, it's starting to look like I'm going to start being able to have more time with that stuff. So um, I can't. I mean, everything, literally everything. Every single room in my house I want to have our, the furniture I built in there. Except for like upholstered stuff. I'm never going to get into upholstery. So <laughs> I just don't care to do that. Like it just doesn't sound very interesting to me. Not that hard. It's terrible. No, I just no don't do care it. to do it. 
it's not a time yeah. or, or I just don't care to do it. Like, like sofas, I just want like an upholstered, upholstered sofa made by someone else. So, um, I guess I can make the frame and find some upholstery person to have them. But anyway, there's a lot of things I want to do. There's just not enough time. Dan. I haven't made any progress on making new furniture for Mike. Uh, I tried, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, yeah, just like Mike said, I don't have any time to work on my own projects. I'm, I'm working on a lot of client stuff. So all my things personally take a back seat to the people that want to pay me money and help support me. And that's how I pay my mortgage and feed my kids and stuff. So zero progress over here. Pete. Uh, for me personally, we've already been in a mindset for about a year now that we're moving, but everything keeps getting delayed, obviously, because of COVID and whatnot. Because I've been in that mindset, I've just completely stopped even thinking about doing stuff for the house. Because I'm like, I'm going to do it for the next house. Whatever the next house is, I'm going to do built-ins, do custom stuff that's going to fit that space. And I just don't want to keep investing into this space. And we finally hit that point a couple weeks ago where it was like, well, we're still going to be here for a couple months. And, you know, even if it's for three months, if this thing, this little thing makes something easier, a shelf here, or painted wall there or whatever, let's just do it. Screw it. Let's just, it'll keep us entertained and it'll up the value of the house. So I'm actually, for the next couple of projects I have planned is a couple of projects for the kitchen, the bathroom, some uh, kind of similar, Mike, to the shelf you made for the bathroom with the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, over toilet. I guess I did do that. Over toilet shelf yeah, and then the... The kiln dried uh, ash, was it, that you made? <clears throat> Uh, that was red oak. Red oak, yeah. It looked really good. It almost looked like walnut. That yeah, it looks sick. like walnut. So we're um, we're gonna be doing some more projects in the house, and uh, but it's something like you you know personally we don't want to do until we get into our next place. Once we have a space Makes that sense. we know how we're gonna want to fill, we're gonna go all out, and that's gonna be a full like Emma's fully on board. But we're just gonna try to fill the whole entire house with our our made project or, or handmade projects. Not just Ikea furniture. Because right now, I'm not above picking up some Ikea. I don't care. I just want to fill the house with things that function for me. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, this next question is from Sam Zook. Love that guy. He's a good dude. Also, all the other guys. I mean, I love, I love all the guys. Huh? All the guys. The? I love guys. The guys are great. <laughs> love guys. Yes, my hey, fellas, a Sam Zook with Heirloom Woodshop. So, I recently dealt with a minor injury of my own. And then seeing Jonathan Katz Moses' video about his injury with his jointer made me curious. What's the worst woodworking-related injury you guys have ever had, and how lucky did you get? I was hiking with Robin a couple weeks back. No, I'm sorry. Dan, what about you? <laughs> I've been... I've been lucky in that regard that I haven't had anything major. It's it's all been super minor stuff. Like I've I slipped and cut myself with a chisel once right after sharpening in it. That sucked. Uh, <laughs> this <there> sucks. Was, <laughs> there was uh, oh I never told you guys about this. I I actually cut myself decently with my Merca sander. Yeah, Explain. right. Right. <laughs> uh, Go on. What? Where? So, you're never going to believe this, but <laughs> I knocked it off my bench and I went to grab it and I caught mm. it midair and I caught it like upside down and weird and it, it started spinning because it wasn't turned off and it spins up so fast that like that Abernet cut me on my finger. Yikes. That didn't feel good. No. Also but- minor. No big deal. Stupid, stupid mistake on my part. I've I've dealt with a few kickbacks. You know that that planer has gotten me a couple times. I, mean, oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't used that planer since I got that drum sander. So that hasn't been a problem. Uh, back when I worked in a furniture factory in 1997, <laughs> I stapled. A I stapled my shoulder with a two inch staple. I've told you guys a story. Yeah, we, I believe you have. Yeah. It's still shocking. CA <laughs> glue? No, I didn't have CA glue back then. <laughs> um, we used to modify the staple guns to we well, we would get rid of the safety to took out the safety. Yeah. Yeah. Of so course. it would shoot like a machine gun. Just slows you down. <laughs> well, at that place we made piecework, so it was all about speed. We get paid we got paid by how much we did, not by the hour. So I was holding it, and I don't know why I was holding it backwards, but I tripped over something, and I stapled my shoulder when I, I fell backwards. 
You got a went, freaking oh. staple in your shoulder. And I popped my shirt out like that, and the staple went ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh, God, that hurt for a couple days. <laughs> anyway, cool. That's my story. What you got, Pete? Uh, well, I think we, I mentioned it before where I had the. Uh, <laughs> I no longer keep loose pieces of wood on the table saw sled while I cut other pieces. Oh, yeah. Because one time I had a piece sneak behind the blade as I was making short cuts. And for some reason, I just pulled this sled back. There was a piece behind it and it just shot across. Luckily, it didn't have my beautiful face. Uh, it hit maker. my knuckles and completely tore up my hand. But the closest call that I've ever had that was just super dumb and no there was no no drinking involved nothing it was just dumb reflex of just like oh there's sawdust i gotta just brush it off while the router's running (laughs) so i was just like i was making these cuts and it was just a bunch of sawdust and i was just like just swished my hand and i swear i felt the the blade just like felt the wind of the tips of my hand (laughs) oh that felt the wind on my fingertips and i instantly just stopped and i was like what did i just do this thing's running at full speed, and I'm like cleaning the sawdust off my router table. Yeah, who it sings, was. It was. Who sings that it was song? One of those you're moments the wind beneath take my wings. Bet Midler. You're the wind beneath. You are the wind beneath my fingers. Pete is the bit Midler. <laughs> bit Midler. Oh my god! It was one of those moments where you're like, you just question yourself. You're like, what are you doing? I just put the piece down. I turned the thing off. I just took a lap around my house. Like, think about bit Midler. <laughs> <laughs> that was my closest call and dumbest almost injury. Never again. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. No, it's, it's it's it was dumb. That was just dumb. It was I can't I can't even try to recover from that. It was just I put my hand in a bit while I was running. Oh man. Almost. I'm Polish. I have an excuse. Oh, that's pretty racist. No, it's not. I can say it. My people. Oh god. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all the questions, right? No, well, Mike has know, an answer, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you got? I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, almost like oh. near misses. Uh, near misses. No, it I, wasn't near misses. Hiking with what's, Robin. What's been your worst accident, I think is what the question Oh, like was. actual ha- yeah. boo-boos. Well, he said close call, too. Did he say close he call? Close oh. Call. Yeah, what is your like, close um, call? Well, so I had, I've told this story. Like, the I thumbnail had my, story. <laughs> Please well, the thumbnail me. story. <laughs> that's not woodworking related. That's disgusting. I mean, that was that's a gross story. <laughs> that's a classic that was bad. story. That's a classic story. If you haven't listened, if you're not, if you're a newer listener and you haven't listened to that story, I don't know what episode it is, but uh, listen to all of them. listen to all of them, and you'll hear the uh, thumbnail or uh, thumbnail. Yeah, thumbnail story. Yeah. And um, isn't it thumbnail not found? Isn't that the title? <laughs> yes, thumbnail not found. Yeah, it was my thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, thumbnail not found. Um, but a woodworking one is I've never had like. I have had like a couple instances where I was like ripping a thin piece on the table saw and it just shoots back behind you, you know. But you know, you kind of know that's going to happen. You always have that. You're out of the way for Do that you? usually. Um, but when I my first miter saw that I had, I've told this story before too. Um, it was a rigid. It was like 36 feet long when you had to slide it because it was just way huge. <laughs> how they made those things are so big, so it was super off balance and it was just a terrible saw. But um. I had kickback on that thing. I tell people now I still have PTSD on miter saws because of that. I mean, the kickback was so bad. I mean, when it grabbed the – it was like a three and a half inch thick piece of walnut that I was trying to cut through. And it just grabbed the whole saw, just lifted up off the table and slammed back down and like shattered a bunch of parts on it. And uh, that was really scary. But, I mean, it didn't actually hurt me. But, um, you know, it scared me. I put my pants. So, that was <laughs> – but it was – but I've never really had any like things like that. And I'm really lucky to not have any things like that because uh, it sounds scary. I don't want to have to deal way, with that. Way nicer one now. So, huh? We got a way nicer saw now. Yeah, How yeah. I mean, that's the, How is that? How do you like that festival? Man, it's really nice. It really is nice. That's the Capex, right? <laughs> yeah, Capex. It's uh, a word of advice for the Capex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't drop it off your bench. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I take okay. care of my stuff. So, um, oh, Dan. <laughs> yeah, no, I... That it was pricey, man. I mean, it was pricey, but it, you know, it feels like so solid, like so solid. Like, I mean, you, you drop the thing down, it just goes through the like nothing. And I built—I didn't mention this. I don't know if I did that. I did that this week. I built the mini shroud for my 
for my saw this week too. That was for what's on my bench. I built like a, like a half height mini shroud because the dust collection on that thing is so good with that big hose on there from the, from my extractor. I mean, there's not a whole lot of dust getting out of that thing. So I only had to make it half height and it, it, it just does a great job. There's no dust getting out of it. It's incredible with a mini shroud on there. So, um, I love that saw. <laughs> I really do. It really nice. does feel super ridiculously accurate. It's really nice. But yeah, that's kind of it for the show. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, we're done. That's all the questions. We're an hour all and five. Right, this isn't like a shorty or something. I'll do the uh, quick outro real quick. I wanted to say thank you again to Wagner Meters for sponsoring the show. Uh, I love my Wagner Meter. It's a really great tool to have in the shop. It's really nice knowing that your wood is dry and at the big thing you're looking for with your moisture meter is uh, uh, the EMC, which is the um, <laughs> the equilibrium moisture content. I'm trying to remember the word. And you basically want your wood to have the same moisture content as the environment around it because if it has yeah. more moisture – It varies wildly through the U.S. Yeah, it varies wildly. And if you have more – if your wood is – has more moisture than the air, it's going to shrink. If your wood has less moisture than the air, it's going to swell. That's just how it works. And with those machines, you can know for sure. There are cheaper ones you can buy. They're just not as quick and they're not as reliable. It's like the, they're the Cadillac of moisture meters. So big thank you to them. Really appreciate them sponsoring the show and supporting us. We would appreciate it if you supported them. Um, they're on Instagram. You can check out their website too. A uh, big thank you to – all be in the show notes. Yes. Pete does a great job keeping all that in the show notes. Uh, go check that out. Um, huge thank you to our patrons. You guys are incredible. Like seriously incredible. Um, we really appreciate you guys so much. We really front of mind try to always make sure that we're taking care of you guys. It's very important to us that um, you guys are happy. And if you're not happy about something with the show, uh, you know, let us know. You know, right, we're not right probably – yeah, right to Pete. He, Pete handles all the right complaints. No, I mean, if there's something, you know, if you guys have an idea for something, we want to hear it. We're not going to necessarily always do it, um, but we do appreciate hearing from you guys what you have to say and uh, suggestions and ideas. Ultimately, we will be the ones deciding the content of the show and how we handle everything, but we uh, want you guys to be happy and feel entertained and feel like the content that you're getting is worth your money. That's very, very important to us. So big thank you to you guys. We really appreciate you very much. Check us out on your podcast app. Give us a good review. Um, check out all of us on social media, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. MySpace. If you have to go to Facebook, MySpace, Friendster, MySpace. AOL chat rooms, GeoCities, Only Dance, all the things. Go check them out. And um, is that it? I'm missing anything? No. Well, hey, from us to you guys, happy new year. This one should be better than next year, I think. I don't know. Who knows, right? You can't really tell the future. Until super COVID comes up. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Mega COVID. Dovid 20. When that kind of comes in. No, anyway. Uh, Y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Love you. Long Bye. time. Big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later.